So yeah, we're we're going to be reading or uh, looking at this passage this morning. Um, yeah, definitely thought about this passage a lot. I pray it will be a blessing to y'all this morning. Thanks, Andrew, for reading. Um, so we're yeah we're going to just kind of walk through looking at. Um, Um, mainly looking at the words of Jesus and how he interacted with uh, this woman. Um, first of all, it's, it's always important to look at the context. Jesus um, has been in um, Jerusalem, Judea. He wants to head up north to Galilee to kind of get out of the way of the Pharisees. Some of John the Baptist's disciples are, are uh, uh, starting to follow him. And so to just kind of get out of that area he's got to pass through Samaria and so that's where um, that's why he's heading north up through uh, Sychar those first couple verses tell us that um, but as we look at verse number seven um, uh, we find that uh, it just says I'll read that real quick there came a woman of Samaria to draw water Jesus said to her give me a drink um, one thing I'd like to point out about this, and this is kind of my first point, um, and, it, and it's, it's so basic, but it's really amazing, um, is that um, Jesus, Jesus pursues. Um, Jesus uh, takes the initiative. Jesus uh, reaches out. Um, this, is, this is a theme that actually we see throughout, throughout the Bible. Um, so this is just kind of one instance um, that that we we can note that uh, Christ um, sees yeah just take takes 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 this this opportunity to engage. Um, there's a there's several there's so many scriptures and I want to just read a couple that captivate this and I, I want my desire um, is for us to really grasp this depth that that Christ pursues. And it's, it's by his initiation that, that we were all here today through our history, right? And um, so this woman, um, we're, we'll, you know, hear a little bit more or learn more about her as, as we read about the, uh, get to know the story a little better. But um, this, is, this, is un, this is not normal for Jesus to engage with this type of person. She's a woman for one thing, and that was just kind of not kosher in those days. Um, but, but we do learn about her history a little bit later and find her past. But um, this is not an obstacle for Jesus. But the, the awesome thing is that Jesus pursues, and Jesus pursues not only her, but Jesus pursues um, you and I. This is from uh, just a reference from John 15. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you go and bear fruit. And that your fruit will remain. Jesus, um, each one of us that has come to believe, Jesus has chosen us. And um, as we as we think about Paul, um, I was trying to think of some some different examples of of just the different ways Christ interacted with different disciples. And there was the fisherman, there was Matthew, the the tax collector, there was Mary Magdalene who was bound by these evil spirits that Jesus pursued. Every one of us have an amazing story, but Paul um, is, is really kind of the showcase person that was so unlikely. It's some of these people that Ryan 
is dealing with right now, and it's God's plan, but we don't even understand it all. But um, Paul, he proclaimed, I am the worst of sinners. And he that was probably true. I mean, you know, going so opposed, not just kind of apathetic, not just living in the world, but seeking to per- persecute and destroy the way. There he is on the road to Damascus. And... Um, Christ engaged with him. Paul didn't repent, really. I mean, he hadn't got his heart ready or anything like that. But Christ took the initiative um, and and shone that light and broke through. And Paul's whole world was changed. Christ is the pursuer. And I I hope that that we can grasp that. And it's not only for salvation. And this, this is her situation here. And she's not a believer right yet. She's almost like maybe a little bit of a God fear. Um, but when we think about God in general, so, so Christ shows us a clear picture of who God is, right? But as we turn to the Old Testament, we don't have to look very far. I think it's Genesis chapter 3, where um, Christ, or sorry, God the Father pursues Adam and Eve in their sin. It's his initiation. He's coming. And, and I want us to grasp that this morning, that he is pursuing us, pursuing us in, to initiate our salvation, pursuing us in our sin, pursuing us sometimes in our apathy, pursuing us in just the regular everyday life. Isn't this the most simple uh, thing? He just asked for a glass of water. Just, you know, sometimes we expect the grandiose power encounters with the Lord maybe in our, our atmosphere of the church. But Christ is engaging with us in the simple things also. Um, another, another example that I, I, I really wanted to, to record, and, it, and it's, it's a little bit grotesque, but it's exciting, is how God pursued the children of Israel so unworthy. And, and we know the story of Abraham, how God called Abraham um, God called Jacob as he was getting out of town to, to save his life, right? Um, but, but there's a passage in Ezekiel that I want to read that, that, that um, God gives a description of him stepping down um, in, in pursuit. Uh, Ezekiel chapter 16, verse 4 or 6. Um, As for your birth, on the day you were born... Your navel cord was not cut, nor were you washed with water for cleansing. You were not rubbed with salt, nor even wrapped in clothes. No eye looked with pity on you. Rather, you were thrown out in the open field. You were abhorred on the day you were born. When I passed by, I saw you squirming in your blood. I said to you, while you were in your blood, live. Yes, he said to you, while you were in your blood, live. Um, that's, that's Jesus' call to this woman to come to life. And I, I pray that whoever has not heard that call will, will receive it. And that's, that's what we want to talk about more. There, there's a great song that, that uh, it's called Hallelujah, I, I Have Christ. I, yeah, I Have Christ. Um, and there's, there's so many wonderful, I mean, just the hymns we've already sang this morning or touched on God's work in our lives. 
Um, and it's him that, that does it. But there's this, I'll just read it briefly. It says, I had no hope that you would own a rebel to your will. Sounds like Paul. Um, and if you had not loved me first, I would refuse you still. Um, Christ is the initiator. He pursues. He yearns to um, give us something very special. Um, so, yeah, that's the first point. Um, point number two, um, God is a gift giver. Um, verse 10, if we just scroll down there, um, Jesus answered and said to her, if you knew the gift, um, if you knew the gift of God, um, God, the heart of God, the heart of God is to give. Is if we think of all the amazing gifts that we have, it's incredible. It really is. And, and sometimes, you know, I was like, okay, God, help me be a more thankful, great, uh, grateful person. Um, and, and sometimes that's like, okay, how can I do that? Um, but I've found if I start taking away things out of my life, then I suddenly realize what all I have. Um, and, and like back in the COVID, the heart of COVID days, you know, there was the quarantine. So I don't know how many of y'all were quarantined, um, but just not being able to get out. We were quarantined, quarantined for a little while while we were in, in Jamaica, the capital, and we'd just gotten back. Um, and that was such a pain to be kind of stuck, right? Um, but the gift of, of freedom to get out. I mean, Ryan is, I mean, I'm sure he's longing for the gift to move around freely. That's, that's just a thing that we just so take for granted, right? The gift of um, just the senses. You know, you, you just take the senses and just basic senses. You know, back to COVID, Carrie and I lost our sense of taste for a short season. I think it was like four days. But, but all the joy of like just the simple things of eating. I mean, just how basic is that? I mean, we're, we're seeing these sweet rolls back here and some other good food that we're ready to eat, right? Um, and just, but just think if we couldn't taste that. Or, or the simple joy of feeling a breeze. I mean, there's so many things. That, that if we start taking away, we realize that God is a, a giver of good things, amazing things. Creation, right, it just blows us away. Um, Y'all are really blessed in New York. You know, down in Texas, it's pretty flat. But, but there's some awesome things down there, too. Um, but God yearns to um, give gifts. And there's a special gift, though, that, that, that just... It's like the rising sun. It's just above and beyond all the other gifts that God um, has given to us. Yeah, James 1.17 says, um, Every good thing given, every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation. God is the giver of good gifts. <clears throat> Um, Jesus, in this next point, actually, it's, it's still actually there in verse 10, um, says, if you knew, if you knew, um, the, 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 the exciting thing about uh, Jesus is that he, he recognizes this amazing gift, but he's not, he's not just like, Oh, if you if if you want this, you can have it. Or um, by the way, there's this 
pretty cool gift over here on the side. But, um, but Jesus is passionate. Jesus, it's, it's, it's kind of like, are you aware of this amazing, um, let's say you, let's say like, the, what was it, the old days where they, where they had this uh, sweepstakes where they showed up at your door and they've got the big check, you know, $2 million or something like that. You know, it's kind of like that. If you knew. Um, there's, there's a couple verses that, that uh, really uh, depict this well. Um, that Jesus is passionate. Ma- uh, Matthew eleven twenty eight. Come to me. Can you can you hear that desire? It's not just oh yeah, go ahead, go for it over there. The desire to to give this. Come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Um. You know, as we think about Jesus' passion and excitement about this gift that he's longing to offer this lady, um, there, there's other areas that this is, is kind of fleshed out. But, you know, as we see the, the Great Commission and, and Jesus' desire that the world would get that gift, we, we see his, his passion once again come out and... Um, yeah, I hope we can grasp that as Jesus' desire, not just to offer it, but he's really excited that we, we, would, we would take that gift and fully um, enjoy it. Um, so what is this gift? Right, that's, that's, the, that's the question. And uh, getting back to verse 10, it says, um, if you knew the gift of God and who it is who says to you, give me a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. So this gift is this living water. Um, and and um, we, we understand that Jesus actually is this living water. Jesus is offering us um, himself. Uh, if you, actually I can just read it for us, but it's in uh, Matthew, or sorry, John um, 6. G, uh, to, to clarify this, because um, in this point, it's a little unclear whether the, the living water is, uh, or just really what it is. And so if we turn to uh, John 6, we find that Jesus uh, said to them, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will not hunger. He who believes in me will never thirst. Um, a, a little bit later there in uh, John 7, it says, Now on the last day of the great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out, saying, If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture said, from his innermost being will flow rivers of, wa- li- sorry, rivers of living water. Um, Jesus longs to, to give us this, this gift, right? He's passionate about it. He's pursuing. And now this gift is himself. Um, yeah, as we think about all the all the great gifts uh, that that God offers through through you know the, the senses we touched on creation, you know we think of our wives, we think of our children, we think of health, right? So some of us are our health is failing. We think of our freedom, 
we think of just just being able to to to, to be able to walk, you know. My knees went out one time and wake, woke up one morning. I was like, oh my word. But just the gift of being able to move around, all these things are awesome, right? But the greatest of all these gifts is Jesus, Jesus Christ. The, the, the great thing about Jesus, uh, among many things, is that um, it, it, this description of him is this living water. He talks about, or uh, touched on, um, how um, it says, actually later down in verse 14, it says, this, um, I will give it to you, and they will never thirst. So that, this is not just any gift that, that you're going to enjoy for a while, then you know, maybe forget, or it'll kind of wear out or whatever. But, but no, this gift is different. This gift is unique. This gift will, will you might, you might, uh, sense that you need it more and more, but it's going to always be there. It's going to always give you what, what, what really is yearning in your soul. This is, this is like a, a gift like none other. This gift offers um, full satisfaction. And, and, and as I say that, I, I can only imagine, because I've been there, it's like, okay, does that, is that really true, Daniel? Like, is that are we really satisfied, those of us who know Christ? Are we, are we living this life of drinking? And, and this is, a, is actually, later on it talks about this water um, leads, uh, verse 14, becomes a well of water springing up. Are we living that reality? And, 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 I, and, and of course, I've, I've got to ask myself that, very, for that question myself. Are we? And, and more often than not, probably not. But it's not because the gift is insufficient. The, the, the lack, the lack is, is on our part, I, I would suggest. Um, and, and as I've showed this passage and really, you know, Carrie's, we, we talked about it a bit. It's like so hard to tell you guys this gift is satisfying when like, am I experiencing that myself? And as I thought and prayed about this quite a bit, um, I realized just one thing that I, I hope that we can grasp today is this: this is a gift. So the way you, the way you, uh, what, what do you do with the gift? You, you receive it, right? And, and Jesus is offering Himself to this woman, and this this gift is to quench and to to transform. But it's only received by sorry, it's only kind of like activated when you receive it. And so th that's it. That, that's the, that's, that's the, the, the answer is to receive Christ for our, for our salvation because it talks about um, this, this living water will lead to eternal life. That's the first thing, right? But it's also to, to quench, to satisfy on an ongoing basis. So, so those of you who have not received salvation, God is offering you this gift. It's a free gift to be received. But for us who, who have made that, who have received Christ as our Lord, um, but don't experience him to the daily like we want. Maybe in our quiet times we, we encounter Jesus, but through the rest of our day we're like, 
Lord, I want to know you more. I want to taste you. I want to, I want to encourage you or just say, continue to receive him as a gift throughout your day. And it's just an accepting. Jesus, you're, you're with me. We, we just read, sang that song earlier that, uh, I forget the line, but, but it was, he was with us at all times. And um, as we are working, as we're uh, at the hospital, whatever job that God has given us uh, talents to do, um, he wants to be there with us. He doesn't want us to be unsatisfied. He doesn't want us to be dry or thirsty. He wants to, to fully satisfy um, but, 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 but if we can grasp this, you, uh, you guys this morning is, is to receive him as a gift. He's there for the taking to, to take him. Um, point number, uh, that, that was point number four, point number five, um, is in uh, verses 15 to 18. And this is, this is I just love how th this gift has already been offered to this lady. He, of course, he's a he's pursued her. Um, he's offering this gift. Um, she hasn't repented of her sin necessarily, right? Just yet. Um, we, but, but uh, yeah, so verse 15 to 18, I'll read that quickly. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this drink so that I will not be thirsty nor come all the way here to draw. He said to her, Go, call your husband and come here. The woman answered and said, I have no husband. Jesus said to her, You have correctly said, I have no husband. For you have had five husbands and the one you have, uh, the one now, sorry, for you have now, the one you have now is not your husband and you, this you have said truly. So, this, this point um, is that Jesus knows, he knows our past. He knows our present, he knows our past. He knows uh, all the things we've done, mistakes we've made, the sins, rebellion, all that. And, and yet, despite all those things, it would seem like those would totally disqualify us from this gift. He, he offers that. Um, isn't that comforting? Amidst all our failures, amidst our maybe turning away, maybe feeling like you know Jesus, I'm not feeling super satisfied, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna pursue, and you would never say that, of course, but I'm gonna pursue another just kind of interest because I'm not being liked by you. Um, he he knows that, and he he wants to offer himself. And you think of the disciples, you know how what what unlikely candidates to to be people that would would be tagging along Jesus, the son of God, who would come into the world, was prophesied from so early on. You know, wouldn't he, wouldn't it look a lot better if he had a lot more put together a group of people? You know, the zealot, Mary Magdalene was, was not a disciple, but she was with them. You know, had been demonized. Um, these these uh, tradesmen, these fishermen, um, but and he knew all of their pasts, and, and, but isn't that comforting to know that um, he knows us and he wants us. He wants us dearly. Um, what, one thing I think is important about this passage about Christ, um, look at this woman, is he doesn't ignore it. 
So, so it's not just come to Jesus and you can continue your lifestyle. No, 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 not like that. Um, he, he addresses it, doesn't he? he? He brings it up, but not in a condemning way, not in a shameful way. And, and, and what I think is actually significant here is that she, she takes responsibility in some way. She, she does say um, that I'm not married, which obviously he tells her you are with a man, but she doesn't make up stories and lies. So that um, it, I think is really significant because um, if, if we're kind of playing a game with God, like, oh, no, I'm not doing that, or, or, or sugarcoating sin, that, that doesn't work. That doesn't work with Jesus. The gift is available for us, but um, he also wants us to, be, to come to him in truth. And actually, this passage later on, uh, I should have given you a little uh, prep. The reason why we're not covering that, the, there's another portion that's really important about the Holy Spirit. That's, that's kind of another talk. Um, and, and Jesus kind of gets into to, um, worship and some of the misunderstandings that the Pharisee, or sorry, the, the um, Samaritans had. Um, but, uh, but um, yeah, Jesus knows her well. And um, there's, there's a psalm, a, a, a psalm, I think it's eight, where it talks about David looks up at the stars and just is mesmerized at God's amazing creation. And then his knowledge of him. Um, and, and that's God, isn't it? Giver of all these amazing gifts, giving us the, the cosmos to see. And then his pursuit of us individually, despite all the things that we've done, but still he's coming to us. Th- this woman... Um, it is transformed. As we, as we look, uh, I didn't have Andrew read it because I was, thought it was going to be too far down. But, but this woman um, is, is, actually, the Bible, here it says earlier, she came at the sixth hour as well, which is pretty abnormal. It's a pretty hot part of the day. She's probably trying to avoid the crowds, right, um, because of her, her rocky past. But in um, verse 25, yeah, so she's trying to avoid these. The, probably there's some shame involved with, with, with what's going on in her life, you know, and probably trying to avoid people and stuff like that. But but let's see how this how this woman changes, and and this talk of the the living water coming out. Maybe we can actually see that happening in her life. Verse 25. The woman said to him, "I know that Messiah is coming." So this is in reference to some explanation Christ had given to her about um, place of worship and how it was to be done. And so she's, she's kind of responding to that by saying, I don't understand all that, but the Messiah, he's going to clarify. I know that the Messiah is coming. He was called the Christ. When that one comes, he will declare all things to us. Jesus said to her, I who speak to you am he. Um, at this point, his disciples came and they were amazed. Um, yeah, they were amazed um, that he had been speaking with a woman, yet no one said, um, what do you seek or why do you speak with her? So, yeah, here it is, verse 28. So the woman left her water pot and went into the city and said to the men. So that's interesting. Now she's, she's directly going to men. Um, Come see a man who told me all the things I have done. This is not the Christ, is it? What a, what a transformation of 
her kind of hiding in the shadows, trying to avoid people, and now she's, she's transformed. She's going to the marketplaces, going to men, not just kind of hiding away from women, but she's going to men to tell them about um, her, th this encounter that she's had. Um, wh why do you think that happened? I, I think she, she believed. She didn't know all about Jesus and, and everything, but she had enough engagement with, with Christ to, to believe, to, to, to recognize this, this is more than a prophet who knows me, who's offering me this kind of mysterious living water, and her life is, is different. And living waters are starting to flow right. Um, this, this, is, this is my challenge to us today, is um, to take Christ for his word, to, to, to receive him as the giver of living water and, and that living water that can, can truly satisfy. Yeah, if you've, if you've not done that, I want to uh, just invite you to, to recognize that um, Jesus is pursuing you, to recognize that God has um, uh, good gifts for you, to recognize that um, he knows your past, and to recognize that the most satisfying um, thing you could ever want is, is, is standing before you and is offering, his, his offering to give himself. And so the way you... The way this transaction happens, that you can, you can um, make him yours is to receive him. Receive him just as a gift. So I want to invite you, um, if, if that's where you are. If, if, if you've already made that decision, I want to encourage you, those of us who, are, who have made that uh, decision, to just think about, you know, am I satisfied right now? Am I, am I living a satisfied life in Jesus? Um, and if you're not, um, to, to, re to receive Jesus um, again and again, not for salvation, but in an abiding, ever-present um, water that will quench your soul every day. The, um, yeah, the, uh, uh, what I'm talking about is um, it's an experience that I have uh, often is to yearn for more abiding, more experiencing God all the time. And um, I, yeah, I want that for, for everybody here. So, um, yeah, I'm just going to wrap up with a prayer. But um, if you, if, if anybody here, young or old, um, ha has not received Christ, as living water that will that will really satisfy. I want to encourage you. Actually, I, I want to just maybe take have a little quiet time, a couple minutes, to, to go to God about this. If if you're feeling like maybe something's stirring in your heart, I want I want to um, just to, to pray to God about this, and then um, I, I want to ask you to take, to take some action. And uh, I'm not going to call you to come forward because I haven't talked to Dave about that, but um, we all need action points.
to make things happen, right? And so I want to um, take some quiet, a uh, little minute of quiet, but I want to I want to challenge you to to go tell somebody today that, that you want that living water, that, that you are satisfying your life with other things. This lady was satisfying her life with with men, and they had left her probably high and dry. Maybe there's some other issues in her life we don't know totally. Maybe that's you. Not maybe. We're all there, right? We've all pursued different things in our lives. Um, but if you have not received the gift of salvation, if you've not received Jesus, um, I want to offer that, uh, give that time. And then those those of you who have, to 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 yeah, just quiet your heart and ask God, yeah, am I really satisfied on a daily basis? Like, am I really, um, am I flowing with living water? And then maybe why not? And the, the Lord yearns. Remember that, um, that if, if you only knew, like, do you just hear that passion? Um, and, and that's his desire for us today, is that we would living a satisfied life. And I, I think it's just a simple acceptance. Jesus is with me. It's, it's a reality. It's the truth. He's with us always. And he's our best friend. And, and there's so much more. And that's why we, we spend time with him to know him deeper and deeper and deeper. Um, but uh, but yeah, I'd like to just bow our heads for, for a couple minutes. Lord, we thank you, God, for your word. And um, thank you, God, for your presence, even now with us here. You're always with us, but thank you for your presence. Um, Lord, I pray for you to move and um, just touch hearts. Those who don't know you, Lord, I pray they would be aware that they um, do not know you, have not um, bowed their knee to you. And I pray, Lord, that you would um, make that clear. And those, Father, that have but are not satisfied, um, Lord, I also pray they would be honest and also um, that you would meet them in that place, Lord, and let them know, God, in, only, in a way that only you can do that um, it's, it's, it's a gift to be received.